0: now listen to Mills.
1: let us pray father we are so grateful for this opportunity to, in your presence lord to receive your holy word and, and be blessed lord and to believe what you have said in your word help us jesus we want to be part of your will we want to be part of your work lord thank you in jesus name amen You may be seated. Revelations chapter 3. Chapter 2. Please. I know thy works. Revelation chapter 2 verse 2. What does it say? I know thy works. Amen. Revelations chapter 2 verse 9. I know thy works. Revelation chapter 2 verse 13. I know thy works. Revelation chapter 2 verse 19. I know thy works. Chapter 3 verse 1. I know thy works. Chapter 3 verse 8. I know thy works. Chapter 3 verse 15. I know thy works. Amen. Now, we are studying generally under the theme, I know thy works. The main point is that God is going to require from us, an answer concerning what he has put into us. Amen. Is that not so? He's going to ask us what we have done with his gifts. Amen. God is going to ask us about our, um, our work. Amen. Amen. Now turn with me to Ephesians chapter 2, please. Ephesians chapter 2 And let's read verse 8 By grace are you saved Through faith And that not of yourselves Huh? It is the gift of God Not of works Lest any man should boast Verse 10 For we are His workmanship Created in Christ Jesus Unto good cars and houses and to good clothes and to good jobs good jobs good what works Works. Amen. amen there are good works for us to do what are these good works today i am speaking about planting churches now how many realize that lighthouse is a blessed church Do you know that Lighthouse is a blessed church? Now, we are blessed in so many ways. God has used us to start so many churches, even in Accra. We probably have more churches in this city than any of the charismatic churches. I don't know. It's possible. We have more branches all over. We are not as many as Church of Pentacles, which has been there since 1950. But we also are trying Amen Now What is the next thing? Amen Ephua What's the next thing? More churches One thousand more churches What do you think? Is it a good idea? One thousand more churches we can do it I believe we can do it Now where are these churches going to be located? You see Africa And Ghana Is You see there were villages here There were villages here All over Choko, Labadi Teshi, All around Then the city Grew up here one of the reasons why we have a lot of problems is with land is that these people owned all the lands all the land around was for them but we said we're making a city here so they've been selling the lands you get it and then there's various confusion over the various plots of land but the whole country is like that it's not easy to do it if for instance you you say you want to have let's say 500 acres to do something or one thousand it's not easy even the government doesn't find it easy. You see that rice Avimeye project? Huh? How do they call it? Avimeye project. The government could not easily get the land. Because you see, we are made up of communities scattered all over the country. So if you fly over, you will see the people all over spread out. So we are not like uh some of the big cities of the world like look at the World Trade Center when it collapsed. they said that when that building is full there are about 50,000 people in it so they have these tall buildings with a lot of people living and working in one place thousands but with us it's not, we don't have many tall buildings in Accra there are about not more than 10 tall buildings in Accra including Power and Wisdom Tower <laughs> are you there or you decided to go home yes. So We are spread out So what does it mean It means that to really effectively Evangelize We need to adapt ourselves To the way People are spread out And then let our people go To these smaller towns And communities and villages That are spread out all over if I sit in a car with you And I start going this way Within 20 minutes Of driving I will get to a place you'll be surprised That it's just by Accra I'm telling you Even if you like I will take you to a place inside Accra Not outside Accra I And mean, what you call Accra is the gates Now whoever is in charge Of the barriers I am appealing if you can hear me To remove the barriers from where they are Because it is a useless caricature That causes traffic in Ghana Useless traffic Because there are ways to go outside Accra Without passing through those barriers If really you want to go out You can go out without passing through those barriers So they are just a waste of time for everybody And also, instead of it being at the real barrier of Accra Accra expanded beyond that place years ago Years and years and years and years ago the barriers moved If you go to Samperman and beyond People have built far Getting towards Kaswa The barrier is around Kaswa after Kaswa That's where you should put your barrier Not at uh, Makati Hill So whoever is in charge If you work with the person Or you know him Tell him that I said He should consider it not wait for a white man to bring a world bank program to remove our barriers do we not have sense our own thinking processes we have to wait for a white man to come and show us that we should move our barriers to the appropriate places And why why oh man oh you don't understand what I'm saying look at the adenta and uh, what do you call it achimota barrier oh man Pray, Nungwa, you can lie in the road like that. There's a barrier between Teshi, Nungwa, and then Sakumono. What is the barrier doing there? Between where and where and for what? Accra is Sakumono, and Accra is Teshi, and is Nungwa. These are 1972 area, that is when we had barriers there. But anyway... We need a white man to come and tell us Do feasibility studies Of moving barriers Oh man Anyway What was I preaching about before I became upset about the barriers Yeah So I'm saying that Even I will not go far Within Accra you will start to see Places Do you know Nyanyano Have you been to Nyanyano before okay, do you know Nyanyano
2: I haven't been there, but I know where it is. You know where
1: it is. I've been to Nyanyano before. It's a place with a lot of fishermen. It's, a, it's quite a big town. When you get to Kasua, I turn left. All those places, Lighthouse is going to establish churches there. And Bishop, you see, these fishing villages and so on, these, these fishermen, they are very rough. Indeed. You see, don't behave too polished too high and mighty for God who were the first pastors and apostles what was their work they were fishermen maybe you have a ministry to fishermen it's possible yeah who were the first pastors they were fishermen first apostles fishermen have you ever thought of it How many fishermen do we have in charismatic churches? If you see a fisherman, would you ever think of him joining a charismatic? We are so we are so nice with our nice cars and our nice suits and our nice ties. We don't look like people who could ever witness to fishermen. We look above such things. God forgive us. I said, God should forgive us. You say amen too. You stay in your sins. Me, I'm asking for forgiveness. We need to go to the villages and to the towns and we need to have our members one after the other standing there and preaching. Every Sunday. We are going to start these churches and you are going to be one of the people who is going to be used by the Lord in this town. What a joy you will have. What peace you will have. You see, there's a lot of problem in the world. Look, when you read the Bible I I was reading, you know And I, I realized no human being could have written the Bible The wisdom in the Bible is far too superior I mean, it's too eternal and everlasting For a human being to have written that thing You know what the Bible says about women? Do you know what the Bible says about women? Women, you want to know what the Bible says about you? I'll say This is what God told Eve. He said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow. (laughs) Listen, I'm reading from the Bible, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. Not your sorrow in relation to that, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow. And conception then he goes on and says that, and in sorrow shall thou bring forth children hey, when I look at women and their various problems in, the, in this life I realize that there is no superior where that can define the state of women worldwide I will greatly multiply thy sorrow. Sorrow. Broken hearts. Disappointed lives. Attempted pregnancies. Attempted marriages. Even those married, disappointed and broken. Women prone to depression and weeping. When you talk about crying, you don't think of a man. You think of a woman. Look at the woman with the issue of blood. 12 years. She said she has sought out many physicians. What hope is there? What is the hope of man? Only Christ offers us something. Amen. You see, Christ is not planning to change certain things. But he is coming to give us an eternal hope. We'll talk about that. Because when you are in Christ, some of these things are not really changed. But God gives us supernatural power by his anointing and his grace to go through and to survive and to make it. That's why Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel. He has sent me to heal the broken hearted. The Greek word for broken is santribo. It means to shatter. To break into pieces. To break up, to break out, to break in. He has sent me to heal. So, God wants messengers. I said God wants messengers. To go there, you think your problem is a problem? When you know of certain problems, you look at yourself and You know something? Mine is not so bad. In fact, mine is good. In fact, my life is excellent. In fact, when I put two and two together, I'm in heaven. God wants people who will go with his message. Who will go and stand and minister? Who will care for people? Who will preach to people? People with wilder problems than you. when you go and you do you, you, in your life and you look at your, your life as you, you think you have so many problems. It's because you are looking inward at yourself only like this. Those who have not traveled, South Africans, you see, they are some of the funniest people on earth, black South Africans because they have not been outside South Africa they don't know what is outside when you see them talking about their country they've not gone out but when they go out where is Penny? Penny, are you here? is at the bookshop? alright, it's okay when they go out then they see look south africa is nicer than america i'm telling you it's nicer than england far nicer Porsche. but they they've not been out when they go out then they start to oh then they start to you can start to have a better life because you've been out and you've seen what is out there penny I know you wouldn't want to tell the truth, but how do you find Ghana compared to South Africa?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I, are you surprised? Were you, were you surprised when you came to Ghana about how Ghana is?
2: Yes, I was very surprised. I thought that uh, the rest of Africa is like uh, the way South Africa is.
1: How, how, how is South Africa?
2: Ooh. There are a lot of things that are in South Africa and that are not here.
1: Like what? Like what? Like the infrastructure. Like what is infrastructure? (laughs) The
2: way i the roads, the buildings, the economy. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) The list is endless. The
1: list is endless. (laughs) Tell us more. Tell us more things that you were surprised.
2: The open gutters.
1: You don't have open gutters in South Africa?
2: Ah, I've never seen... You've not seen... (laughs) And... Mm. The food, who? The food? (laughs) The food, everything is pepper and... Everything is pepper. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the the meat. Meat, what about our meat? We shall be small... It's very small. Yes, very small. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why well, in South Africa
2: is your meat bigger? We eat more meat than rice or You eat more meat than rice than rice.
1: But in Ghana how is it like? Oh.
2: <laughs> it's vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I've got Yeah, come
1: and change.
2: Really? Orange juice? I, we have orange juice in South
1: Africa. That's, that's what I drink. That's what you drink? Yes. Did you have some here? Is it common
2: here? I saw something like, is it Tampico or Tampico? <laughs> <laughs> Most of the buildings here are, you know, are just flats. flats. And we don't have uh, the, the, the big, you know, the tallest uh, buildings, and the skyscrapers. And this is, I realize that there are no malls. And malls? What are malls? I mean, the shopping, the shopping malls where you go and.
1: Yes. yes we There are no shopping malls
2: here. So, how do we do shopping in Ghana? Uh, There are a lot of. uh, Kiosks? Yeah, the uh kiosks. And this is um, small enterprises.
1: (laughs) Small enterprises. Yes, we should. And, and what else? Uh, but you were surprised. Why were you surprised?
2: Yeah, I was surprised because uh, it was my, you know, first time seeing some of. But the how things. do
1: you feel? You feel that Africa is, you know, free. The rest of Africa was free, isn't it?
2: I thought. I thought so. That we were free. We were free indeed, and we were free. I thought. Are we? Are so. we free? I, it, then it depends on you know one's definition of uh, freedom
1: what do you mean what do you mean by
2: that because i mean if huh, my word if what i mean if we were supposed to be free i mean we would be actually knowing and have you know the know how the expertise on how to you know do uh, operate on certain things like you know the the the, 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 the computers and enjoy the life I mean, the life that we to, to leave, you know what I'm saying, Bishop? yeah. That's but so, if you're
1: here, they don't enjoy my album.
2: it. I realized that everyone would want to have a visa and travel out of uh, Ghana,
1: but is that not the case in South Africa?
2: Ah, Bishop, you don't, you, don't, you, don't like, you don't like traveling in South Africa, you don't travel, you don't travel. No, this is my first time, you know, traveling outside South Africa.
1: So, you now, but you, 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 at first, you thought you black people were. Down in uh, in South Africa, is that not so?
2: Yes, I thought that. Uh, but now, what do you think? Yo, I I mean, we have to thank God in South Africa more than really? we actually did. Really? We have to go and I mean, thank God for.
1: We have to go and thank God for what we have.
2: For what we have, yeah. For what we have.
1: So you are free, you see?
2: I'd say i say we are free. So, do,
1: do you think you are more free than? So, which one is better? You have had 45 years of apartheid, and now you are free. We have had 45 years of independence, and then where we are. Which one do you think is? is
2: if this is the meaning of freedom, then it means that you have to uh, be under, you know, apartheid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fanny, Thank you. <laughs>
1: hallelujah well I think you have to travel you you see when you start to do the work your problem which you are seeing as a problem become very small look when you go to South Africa you see how they, they feel their place is not good and they have been oppressed and the white man has done this to them And it's that freedom, and you people who come from Africa, the rest of us—you are free. You've been free for since 1957, and that's it. So when we start to go out and we start to do the work of God, first of all, you will have more time and more liberty in your mind to believe in God, even for your own problem. you, You will not be so confused and bitter about your state. Look, there are prayers I prayed; God hasn't answered. Or at least I think he has not answered. How many have prayed a prayer and you feel up to today God has not answered? I want some honest people in the house to raise up your hand. Since you were born up to today, you are surprised. God does not seem to have been answering that. Lift up your hand. Let me see. Yeah. I have some. I have some. I have some. People who are preaching and teaching, it's not that they don't have problems. We all have problems. But as we minister the word of God, those problems become smaller. And other people's problems, when you see, you start... Sometimes I I cry and I think about people's problems in my house. Oh man! You don't have an idea. I think when you're a pastor, God brings people's problems to you sometimes in the morning. Oh man! Sometimes he wakes you up with a dream and a vision about somebody. And you are just thinking... About the problem and thinking of what you can do, what can you do, what can you do. You look and you see that you are helpless, you are just a human being. It's only God who can really help us. So, brothers and sisters, instead of us thinking about our difficulties, we have to lift up our eyes and look at the harvest and look at what lies before us and stretch out and reach out. To people, when you, when you go to somebody's house... Some of you, you are, you are not happy about your accommodation. When you go to some people's houses... Even what they call houses... Or where they are... You look and you look and you say that... You know something... Even you feel bad to be praying about your accommodation now. Because you look and you say... Oh man... You are the richest person in Ghana... To be staying where you are staying. So brothers and sisters... God has called us and we are going to do his will as far as we know we are not perfect, we don't know everything, we are not the best church God is helping us and God is forgiving us, giving us an opportunity to do something for him and we are going to go out planting churches, one thousand one thousand churches one thousand churches the young will preach, the old will preach all will preach, all, all, all all, 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 all everywhere where there's a community you'll be surprised, look you people eh? you know you never know if you want to know whether you can swim eh? let me put you in the middle of the sea you will find out that you know how to swim because swimming is movement of the legs and arms in order not to go under you will discover that you are a very good swimmer you will survive because if you go under you, you, are, you are dead my first sermon I preached in Kolebu first time I preached Sunday morning I wrote down so many things what I was going to say as I preached more and more I don't even have notes but brothers and sisters I stood there very nervous but a determined young man I told my father you see my father always wanted me to wear suits but I always wanted to wear jeans so I didn't have suits but when I decided to start a church I, I realized that I needed to have suits so I went to see my father and told him that I've changed and that now I want the suits He said really so he decided to make he made three suits for me one black, one brown and one grey do you remember them? that was the only suit, I didn't have any suits and I came and I was now a pastor because Reverend Saki said we have to dress very seriously otherwise the people wouldn't take us serious (laughs) and there I was without approval from anybody who would listen to me? At least the nursing students, because I was a medical, so at least it looks like I'm higher than no nurse will not listen to me, or neither will doctor, but nursing students will listen to medical students. Nursing students will listen to us. We preached, we preached, and there I was on Sunday morning, in my little classroom. Look at what has become of it. The classroom has become here. We are thank God. If perhaps you will hearken to the voice of the Lord and become one of the people whom would allow God to, you, you, God to use you on Sunday morning instead of coming here in the morning you go to you know God spoke to me during the other service he said, a time will come when people will go from Accra up as far as Suhum to go and preach in their churches before they come back here on Sunday maybe a time will come we'll have to start a fifth service from 2 to 5 so that those who have gone and are coming can come to church here in the afternoon. Amen. We will do it. Morning, You see that? You say, ah, you people, where are you going? We are going a- preaching. We are going to our churches. Where is your church? My church is under a certain tree. When you go to Nyanyano, you see a lot of fishermen. They are waiting for me. I'm going to minister the word of God This mo- where is uh, Rory, are you here, Rory and Willie, I'm sure they are not here you know where they are, they used to be here every Sunday morning one day I said I told Rory, I said you, you are always in the church always in the church, I preach to you I preach to you, I preach to you, you are here go away, go away I sucked him from the church to go and start another church and last time I asked him, how many people do I have him to Latte you know Latte Pastor Asha, have you been to Latte before?
0: no I haven't been there
1: uh, have you been to Latte before no. where is Latte I don't know you don't know why is a place when they are doing election they go there do you know Latte yes have you been there no it may be so you've heard that name before last time I asked how many people do? what is happening in Latte oh so we have about 40 40 people sitting Sunday morning 40 souls in Latte. If you have 40, you have 40, you have 40, you have 40, you have 40. 40, All over. 40, 100 of you, that's 4,000 souls. You think they they will all come to one place? Not easily. Something power has to bring them here. From Latte to Kolegonon for church. Why? What ah, is happening in Kolegonon that we have to come? That's Jesus himself come. Even Jesus cried when they came, they were about to throw him over the cliff to kill him. So, what is going to bring them? So we must go. We must go. Turn with me to Acts chapter 13. Church planting. I said church planting. Amen. Amen. Church planting, Acts chapter 13, verse 1. Acts 13, verse number 1. Now, there were in the church, that was at Antioch, certain prophets and teachers, as Barnabas and Simeon, that was called Niger, Lucius, verse 2. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, "Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them." And when they had fasted and prayed, they laid hands on them, and they kept them in the church. They did what? They sent them where? 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 Away. 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 Everybody says, "Send them away. Say it again. Send them away. away. Say it again. Send them away. away. Say it one more time. Send them away. Send them away. 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 Amen. Amen. I'm trying to send you away. I want to train you. And I want to develop you. That's why we are having night school tonight. And regularly. And I want to send you away. Where there are souls. Amen. Now where did they go? Verse 4 So they, being sent forth by the Holy Ghost Departed unto Seleucia Seleucia is Nyanyano And from there they sailed to Cyprus Which is where? Kaswa And when they were, verse 5, at Salamis They preached the word of God Where is Salamis? Bodryasi. They preached the word of God in the synagogues Verse 6 and when they had gone through the isle Unto Patmos Where is Patmos? Huh? Krabwa Kota. When they had gone through the isle They found a certain sorcerer And the sorcerer faced them Verse 13 Now when Paul and his company Loosed from Paphos They came to Perja in Pamphylia And John Departing from them Returned to Jerusalem John was finding things too hard so he ran away. This brother John, he initially started with a church planting project, but the way things were going, he put two and two together and decided to come back home. Later on, when they were going, this was he was the reason why Paul and Barnabas didn't work together, because Barnabas wanted to go with John, and Paul said, "No, no, no. This guy, when we got to a point last time, he deserted us. So the way I see him, you no, know, I don't want to work with him." So John left. He put two and two together. Then. They read the law, verse 15. And after the reading of the law, the prophets and the synagogue sent unto them, saying, Then he preached all the way. Hallelujah. Right up to, verse 38. Be it known unto you, men and brethren, that though this, through this man is preached to you the forgiveness of sins. Verse 42. And When the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. Preaching. Everybody say preaching. preaching. Verse 43. Now when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. Verse 44. This is how You see that traveling is beginning to work in verse 44. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city, together to hear the word of God verse 50 but the Jews stirred up the devout and honorable women and chief men of the city and raised persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them out of their coasts they were sacked verse 51 but they shook off the dust of their feet against them and came unto Iconium are you glad to arrive in Iconium where is Iconium verse 14 and the, verse four, chapter 14 verse 1 and it came to pass in Iconium that they went both together into the synagogues verse 2 but the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles so we will have problems all the time Today it will be that, tomorrow it will be this, tomorrow it will be that, tomorrow it will be this. Somebody said, I don't have transport. Somebody said, I don't have money. Somebody said, I'm tired. Somebody said, I have to go to work on Tuesday. Somebody said, I have to go to work on Monday. Somebody said, today is my only day off, but if you want to do You see, there is always a problem. Jews were now the main orangus fighting the gospel. The Jews, the Jews. Look, there is nothing like, look at us preach here. Why did they break our walls? Why? Why did all the things that happened to us? Why was I branded as somebody who was against NDC? Why? Why? Why, why, why did all these things happen? Why is it that a time came when none of the ministers of NDC would want even to see my face? Why? Why is it that a time came where people from NDC would not even want to darken the doorway of this or associate themselves? why is it that when we would announce the church that we are going to go on television and then somebody would go and say something and they would immediately remove us from the TV, why? why? what bad thing are we doing? what have we done? were we against the government? no, if anything we were for the government we always been, because I'm a practical person I like practical things but how come? why? it's a spiritual thing, there is nothing like gospel without trouble are you listening to me? Why will there be such trouble? There's always a problem to deal with. Financial problem. People hate you. A time may come, there may be religious violence. There may be Islamic incursions against whatever. There may be traditionalists fighting. It's not a new thing. Don't say, oh, if we are doing the right thing. If Paul was to use his problems as a guide to know whether he was in the will of God, then Paul was in Satan's right hand. Because the problems that he had If you are using problems as a Whatever to know whether you are the will of God Then Paul was, I mean he was Far from the will of God Because his problems were too many One person preaching ah. Chapter 14 Verse 2 Acts 14 But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles And made up their minds evil affected Against the brethren Long time therefore abode they speaking boldly in the Lord which gave testimony. So they stayed there for a long time which gave testimony unto the word of his grace and granted signs and wonders to be done by their hands. Verse 4. But the multitude of the city was divided and part held with the Jews and part with the apostles. And when there was an assault made both of Gentiles and also of Jews with their rulers to use them despitefully and to stone them they were aware of it. And they fled. Sometimes God moves you from place to place by persecution. We were persecuted out of Kolebu into Kolegono. Because you see, they wanted to drive us out. Sometimes they would lock us out. They, I used to have letters on Sunday morning. You got to leave. After I finished preaching, then there was a letter. See the dean on Monday, 8 o'clock in the morning. Then I'll get a letter. Your benches. Your church. Okay, now this we've decided. that, that I said. Look. Said that we didn't have it anywhere. And I started to negotiate with Captain for this building. And he would mention a figure which said, 30 something million. Centen- oh! because our church we are not thinking of money. You get it? We never thought about money. Money was not something we considered. We didn't even take offerings on Tuesdays. We never even took offerings. We never took tithes. We never took first and best. It never happened. It just didn't the money. We see we didn't start the church with being employed. We were studying as lay people so we never knew the importance of money in the ministry. So there was no money. So when they said we should move out, oh man, we were hot. That is when we sat up. And he said man, we now need money to get us out of this place. I called Steve. I said Steve. Steve was a student. Accounting student. I said Steve, how much do we have? He checked. We had about seven hundred thousand CDs or so, huh? Or 200, 200 something thousand, yeah? Two hundred and what, forty-two thousand CDs, something like that. Two hundred thousand, yeah? And we had to pay thirty, and that was all our savings for the whole church's life. And now they say go out, and the man said pay thirty-seven point five million. In those days, it was hundred thousand dollars, but the exchange rate was one dollar thirty. Five CDs. Oh, yeah. One dollar was 35 CDs or 350 CDs. 350 CDs. Yeah, one dollar was 350 CDs. So that was in 19, 1989. 1989. 1990. 1991. One dollar was 350 CDs. You're talking about inflation talk about inflation thousands of percentages so we got to go and we moved so we were persecuted otherwise we're comfortable in the kolibu medical canteen i was enjoying There's a young doctor who's got a church in the middle of the hospital it sounded great you know what i mean <laughs> so that god persecutes you to push you into the next phase of your ministry amen are you listening to what i'm saying and we had a similar persecution here, and we went and bought another building somewhere. So don't be afraid of troubles. Troubles are part of the ministry. If somebody's going to preach and he has an accident and he dies, God forbid, but if it happens, don't say, Oh if God was working, why? People are going to work and they have accidents and they die. People are going on holiday, they have accidents and they die. People are going for funerals and they have accidents and they die. People are going for all kinds of business and they have accidents and they die. One doctor was telling me, I was in my mother's womb when my father was going to uh, Abidjan for business and he had an accident and he died. I was in my mother's womb. Before I came out, he was dead. So why do you call it trouble in the church? By the grace of God, we shall live and not die. But if you want to use those things to know whether it is right or it's wrong, you're always going to make a mistake. That's right. Paul was beaten properly. So they thought he was dead. And he woke, he woke up. And he said, through my tribulation, we must enter. Let's go. Are you with me? Chapter 14. Verse 6. And they were aware of it, and they fled to Lystra and Debbie, and cities of Lycaonia, and unto the region that lieth around. And there they preached the gospel. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb. The same heard Paul speaking, who, suddenly beholding him, and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, "Stand up! on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. And when the people saw what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices, saying in the speech of Lycaonia, "The gods are come down unto us in the likeness of men. And they called Barnabas Jupiter and Paul Mercurius because he was the chief speaker. (laughs) So now they were calling them gods. Some of you want to be famous, start doing the work of God. People will start to give you good names. Amen. Do you know that the word Christian is a nickname? It's a nickname that was given to believers in Antioch. Antioch, one of the specialities of the culture of Antioch was to give nicknames. So they gave Christians the nickname Christian. Christ like. Amen. Are you there? Verse 13. Then the priest of Jupiter, which was before their city, brought oxen and gallons to the gates and would have done sacrifice with the people. Which when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of, they rent their clothes and ran in among the people crying out, Why say, it says, Why do you do these things? We are men of like passion with you and preach unto you that you should turn. From these vanities unto the living God, which made heaven and earth and the sea and all things, who in time past suffered, and then they preached. Verse 18, and with these sayings, they scarce restrained the people, otherwise they had done sacrifice unto them. Verse 19, and there came hither certain Jews. You know, the Jews again came from Antioch and Iconium, who persuaded the people and having stoned Paul. You know, everything was going well till the Jews came back. They heard he was in this town and they came again. You get it? It's like a problem is happening twice. You know, in Ghana, we are very superstitious. Why is this thing happening the, the third time? These same Jews are spoiling the, the church for the third time. You get it? It's just happening again. Now what happened? There came certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium, who persuaded the people, and having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city, supposing he had been dead. Howbeit, as the disciples stood around him, he rose up, and came into the city, and the next day he departed with Barnabas to Debbie. That's all. <laughs> and when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many, they returned again to Lystra, moving from village to village, and then to Iconium, and then Antioch, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith that we must through much tribulation enter the kingdom Of God that is where Paul said that great statement underline it don't forget it we must through much tribulation God didn't say I'm saving you from trouble he said through the trouble we must enter the kingdom our crowns and our glory waits for us at the end of the battle this is a battle Bible calls it the fight of faith the good fight of faith Bible said we should stand up and be counted put on the whole armor of God and go to war hallelujah and at the end of it all we'll have our crowns of glory But now it's time to fight. It's time to go through the troubles. It's time to go through every situation for the name of the Lord's sake. It's time to be counted as one of the workers, as one of the church planters, as one of the evangelists, as one of the teachers, as one of the disciples who works for God, not just watching and looking and watching and looking and waiting for a man of God. It's time. I said, it's time. And he said, through much tribulation, verse 23, and when they had ordained them elders in every church, And prayed with fasting. They commended them to the Lord on whom they believed. Verse 24. After they had passed through Sidia, they came to Pamphylia. And when they had preached the word in Perga, they went to Atalia. And they sailed to Antioch. From whence they had been recommended to the grace of God for the work which they were fulfilled. Verse 27. And when they were come back home to the church and gathered the church together, they rehearsed all that God had done with them and how he had opened the door of faith unto the Gentiles. And then they abode long time with the Gentiles and with the disciples. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you excited about the church work? Are you excited about what Paul was doing? I mean, he was a mover. He was moving to Atalia. From Atalia to Iconium. From Iconium to 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 Pampos to, to Patmos. From to Patmos to, 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 to Lystra. From Lystra to Iconium. Moving around. And they came and gathered the church and rehearsed what the Lord had done. The joy was what God had done. That's what we are going to do. And I'm going to hear you preaching. You are going to be a preacher. I said, you're going to be a preacher. Did you hear me? I said, you are going to be a preacher. I said, you're going to be a preacher. You're going to preach. You're going to teach. People will be saved because of you. You'll be surprised how your problem is. You see that boy, Penny? You should see them inside. Go to South Africa and see them. We want to come to Ghana. We want to move. They didn't want to move. We in Ghana, we have never seen a shopping mall. We don't even know what it is. The little enterprises. (laughs) Father, thank you for blessing your people with the anointing and the grace to be involved with planting 1,000 and more churches. From here, as far as we can go and come in a day, we shall go, we shall come, we shall help, we shall finance. We will go far, left, right, center. Lord, if there was people in the sea, we would go to the sea to preach to them. Lord, help us to do your will. In Jesus' name, amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you want to give your life to Jesus today, pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. Lift up your right hand. Pastor, I don't want to go to hell. Somebody invited me to church, but deep down in my heart, I know. Can we all stand up, please? In a moment, that's we close the service. Hallelujah. Do you see that? I know thy works, church planting. It's good. I said, I know thy works, church planting. Last week I preached, I know thy works, leadership international. This week, I know thy works, church planting. One day we'll hear those words. It's just a matter of time. I know thy works. Call the angel of the church of Lighthouse. I know thy works. Lift your hands to the Lord. Father, we love you. We give you our all. We give you our hope. We give you our future. Help me, Jesus. Help us, Lord. As we encourage your people. As we edge ourselves, Lord, deeper into your work. Strengthen our hearts, Lord. Encourage us every day. Protect us as we do your will. Let us not be disappointed. Show us the way, Lord. It is not our work. It's your work, Lord. It's your work. We do these things because we believe in you. Encourage us, Lord. Encourage us, Lord. It's not easy but encourage us through all tribulations and difficulties. Encourage our hearts to do what is your will. In Jesus' name. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you want to be born again, you want to give your life to Jesus, raise up your right hand. We are closing. We are closing. Lift it up high. God bless you. Lift it way up above. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Lift it up high. God bless you. You
2: may be seated in the presence of the Lord.